folding pocket. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The Fast and the Curious is part of the Acast Creators Network. Well, that was exciting. The race actually happened after all this chatting, Christian. It does feel like we've been talking about it for ages with the launch of this very exciting new podcast. And yeah, to actually sit and watch a Grand Prix was, it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. It, it, it wasn't a classic race, but just to have it back just felt amazing. So yeah, it was lovely to have Formula One back. My Sundays aren't the same without it. I wanted to run upstairs to the podcast room and I just had a sort of instinctive, I want to talk to you about this because it, it one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast was to re-energize myself with this sport and sort of get into it again. And I watching it with you today on we did a TikTok live together and we watched it, you know, as if you were in the room with me. I felt so excited and it really it was I feel inspired to talk about it. So that's why I wanted to just sort of do ten minutes with you here, put it in the podcast feed, see if anyone likes it. They might not. But let's let's go through the race quickly. So give us the news line, please, journalist Christian Hugill. <laughs> well, the news like the big news is that not only are Red Bull fastest like we expected them to be, they are very much the fastest. They are a country mile ahead of their opponents. So the third place runner, Fernando Alonso, and we'll get to him in a minute, but he was 38 seconds behind Max Verstappen. If you're new to Formula One, that is big. 38 seconds. And producer Jimmy is new to Formula One. And producer Jimmy and me and Greg's ear just went, Jesus. So <laughs> even, even the brand newbies to Formula One are getting just how much of a big gap that is. But yeah, Red Bull are dominant. That was throwing the marker down. This is where we're at, my friends. We're here and we are in business again for 2023. Before we get to Fernando Alonso and uh, some of the higher placed racers, can we check in with our podcast favourites? So let's start in chronological order. How did Logan Sargent do? Logan Sargent did really, really well. Uh, He finished 12th and our other podcast favourite, Alex Albon, who was yet to make a full debut because when he was supposed to, you might have heard at the start of our first episode, he had a bit of a sore throat, bless him. But he finished 10th. And Williams getting a point out of this weekend, nobody thought Williams would be, I think a lot of people thought they would be towards the back. And actually 10th and 12th is brilliant, not just for Alex doing a stunning job to get up to 10th. 10th and 12th, last year at Williams, um, the man Logan replaced was nowhere near uh, Nicholas Latifi, nowhere near Alex's pace. Wow. And Logan has jumped in on race one and seems closer to Alex. And Alex got a point. So Williams, big thumbs up. Logan will be delighted with 12th. Alex did a phenomenal job to get Williams up to 10th. Big improvement for Williams and a solid debut for Logan Sargent. He will go to bed tonight feeling really happy with himself. And we're delighted for Team Williams. They've had a great start. Oh, congratulations to Williams. I'm ple- I'm really pleased about that. Can I tell you something lame that I did this morning? Yes. I 
DM'd Logan to wish him good luck. <laughs> That's not lame. That's cute. And did he respond or see it? I said, go well today. And he replied with, thank you, mate. Oh, Greg's got a little bromance forming with Logan Sargent. Isn't that sweet? Oh, and he did go well. I realise I'm name dropping, but it's only because of the, the podcast has sort of, you know, excited me in a new in a new way for this sport. Yeah. So that's good. Less good is our friend Oscar Piastri. What happened there? Yeah, our friends at McLaren had a disastrous race. Ah. Oscar hasn't looked quite as on the pace as he perhaps wants to be in qualifying. He wasn't, nobody's getting worried, but he wasn't quite as close as I think he would like to be to Lando in qualifying. And then in the race, retired with technical problems. Lando also had huge technical problems as well made several pit stops during the race. He actually made six pit stops. McLaren were effectively treating it as a test session. So not only in McLaren, not where they want to be in terms of pace, the car's too slow, but they seem to be having reliability problems as well. So uh, Oscar didn't finish. Lando came 17th and was, you know, way back. Couldn't really have gone much worse their opening weekend. So bless them. We really hope McLaren will um, be in a better place come Saudi. What will Mercedes be thinking of their finish? So is it Hamilton fifth and Russell George seventh? Russell seventh. Yeah. Yeah. Mercedes wants to be fighting for world championships. And this is a question I got asked a lot over the weekend, both on Twitter and on the TikTok live we did. A few people have said to me, well, well listen, the car stopped bouncing hasn't it and that was the big thing that when you'll have heard us mention it on episode two of the podcast mercedes car was bouncing too much last year that was costing them time yes they have stopped that but the thinking is that their sort of their overall car itself they thought would be quicker once they stopped the bouncing and it hasn't been really their sort of philosophy if you like behind the car if you look at it next to the red bull and the mercedes and the, uh, the red bull and the ferrari it's got much thinner side pods that's just one example of where they've gone quite differently in their design. It doesn't look like it's working. The s- and that's worrying. Side pod is one of the names we were going to call this podcast, by it's the not, way. Now I look back, it's not the worst name we it's had. It's not terrible, not terrible, but it's not a very well-known bit of a car, though, is it? Side pod. No, no, no. We, we, we did the right thing. We did the right thing. Yeah, some of the other names we were going to call it. We should re- reveal a couple of these now. One of the names I quite liked was P- The Pits or Pits. Um, helmets was another one or bunch of helmets was quite good but this was also where as you said to him in person on episode two what's the time toto wolf had come from because greg gets up early for a living and one thing i've got to know about greg is that he sometimes reaches a point when he's been up for quite a while and or has had wine it goes a bit delirious sometimes doesn't it and that can be in the form of being slightly silly and slightly delirious sometimes quite honest Mm. And I think delirious, tired Greg had set in, and that was how What's the Time Toto Wolf had been born. But gave us. But, it, a... but it, still, it still can also come up with some of my best ideas. <laughs> well, exactly. It was very funny on episode when two. Bra- when your brain is free and loose, sometimes it comes up with the best stuff. It's buried in there somewhere. But yeah, What's the Time Toto Wolf, as the name of this podcast, would have got old quite quickly. I yeah, I, 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 yeah. And how many times would we have had to explain that across our lives? Speaking of Toto, we were talking about him and that bit that lives in my head from Drive to Survive, which is uh, him and Christian Horner having a bit of a Barney in the sort of PE teacher staff room with all the team principals. And uh, what does Christian Horner say? He says, change your fucking car then. (laughs) And then 
if you've got a problem. Yeah, and then Toto goes, I will, I will change the car. But even Checo says the car is fucked. <laughs> and we realised on the TikTok Live that your Toto Wolf impression sounds a hell of a lot like Renier Wolfcastle from The Simpsons, which I really enjoy. <laughs> Don't you find that men always leave the toilet seat up? That's the joke. <laughs> it's Toto. So, so Toto, uh, you know, fifth and seventh today, you... You know, you were beaten by the Aston Martins. I guess, Toto, you, you won't be too pleased with that. You want to be fighting for wins. Well, the thing is, the season is quite long and <laughs> the drivers are complex individuals. So we will be waiting to see how they go in the next race in Saudi Arabia. But, you know, <laughs> what we're doing here today is we are putting the meh back into Mercedes. <laughs> Okay, good. I, I'll be honest, it went a bit Arsene Wenger at the start. Well, Arsene Wenger's a bit more. I think, uh, let, uh, I think uh, actually, at the end of the day, I oh, think uh, Dennis Bergkamp well, uh, well, uh, is a fantastic player. And I think. Uh, yeah, they're that... not, but they're not a million miles away, are they? Let's, If we're being honest. No. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> up and up and at them. Anyway. Anyway. Yes, yeah, so Mercedes. So, meh. Sadie's a bit today. It's a bit worrying because it feels like an awful lot of time to make up over the course of the season. So it, it is worrying. And that's before we get on to Ferrari, who Charles Leclerc, also retiring with engine trouble. They had to replace bits of the engine before the race. And that made me raise my eyebrows and go, that's not a good sign in race one. And he didn't get to the end. Carlos Sainz in fourth will be happy to be ahead of the Mercedes. Again, Ferrari, they're slightly ahead of Mercedes as they expected to be. But... It's just quite how far behind Red Bull they are is worrying. And on the plus side, it looks like the battle between Red Bull, Aston Martin and Mercedes this year, the battle for second will be fascinating. Mm. And maybe, who knows, it's a long season. Maybe they can claw back some of the advantage and who knows, but Red Bull's pace is ominous. Go on then, quick bit on Alonso and then... A little prediction for Saudi Arabia, and then we'll talk about the next episode, and then we'll go off and dance away into the night. Uh, well, let's a, a bit of any other business then. Fernando Alonso did a fantastic job this weekend. We were all asking whether Aston Martin's pace was real, but then Fernando getting on the podium was fantastic. But for anyone doubting whether at 41 he can still do it, his overtaking in that race against Sir Lewis and Carlos was fantastic. So Fernando Alonso was brilliant. Lance Stroll as well. Not too far behind Fernando. He, I think, given his wrist problems that we spoke about on the last episode of the podcast, he injured himself uh, in a biking accident over the course of the winter to, to race and come sixth. I think Lance will be really happy with. As his wrist gets better, he will hope to be closer there. And some honourable mentions. We've already mentioned how good Williams did to get in the points and how good Logan did. Pierre Gasly had a disastrous qualifying. He recovered to ninth. Amazing stuff. Well done, Pierre Gasly. First race for Alpine. He'll be really pleased with that. And Valtteri Bottas done another solid job for Alfa Romeo. We didn't really know where they were, Alfa Romeo. We were wondering quite how far in the midfield they would be. That midfield battle is so hot. And Valtteri's done a brilliant job. So honourable mentions for everyone in, in the points there. Christian, thank you so much. And it was a real pleasure to watch the race with you on TikTok Live. And thanks to everyone that joined us on there. Also, thank you again for your reviews of the podcast so far. If you're enjoying this episode, think this is a good idea? Would you like some more of this? We are experimenting with all this kind of stuff. So jumping on and doing a quick 
10, 15 minutes after the race could be a fun thing we do every now and then if you want it. If you don't, then tell us to shove off. Mm. But um, thank you particularly to this um, reviewer, F1 Fangirl 7 on Apple Podcasts. He says, I've been watching Formula 1 for ages and listened to so many podcasts. I was apprehensive about more coming on the scene. But this one has beaten all the old ones. Really funny and you get to see a lovely side of the drivers. If you want to learn more about Formula 1 and laugh at the same time, you must listen to this one. Isn't that nice? It's lovely. And it's been so lovely people getting in touch. We've had so many people, emailers, Insta DMers, TikTok DMers. If you've taken the time to do that, as well as reviewers and stuff, thank you. I've loved reading through your messages. I've loved answering people's questions on the TikTok live we did in the race and also on the pod as to, you know, the complicated bits. So it's been lovely answering people's questions and trying to explain this brilliant mad sport. And the warmth to it has been fantastic. And oh, we should say there was no Betty Glover today because she's been doing football. She's been doing... We say that Betty's a proper sports journalist all the time, and she is. Betty was on the telly today doing uh, Leicester City versus Manchester United in the Women's Super League. So me and Betty and Greg will be back later in the week. We will definitely be hearing from Lando Norris. Tick. And we are hoping, and this is not quite confirmed yet, but we are hoping to before Saudi Arabia or maybe just after hear from one of or both of Alex Albon and Pierre Gasly. So stay tuned for that. You must subscribe because if we're being honest, these podcasts could just pop up at any point like we've done today. So do subscribe. And then when a, when we when we pop up with a driver interview we've just done or some of me and Greg's mad post-race thoughts, you'll get it straight into your feed and you won't miss one. So do subscribe. Thank you. No further questions, Your Honour. No further questions. We'll be back later in the week with some more Formula One drivers. Until then, enjoy Formula One being back because I know I am. <laughs> 